Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle. The Christian Girl's Guide to Modern Dating. We are just two single girls trying to figure out how to date well as Christian women. Yep. So. And today we're going to tell you all of the ways that we do not have that figured out yet. <laughs> Great introduction. <laughs> Isn't that encouraging? I know. You're listening to a podcast about this and you're figuring out your hosts are just as messed up. Messed up and in the middle of it as you are. Yes. So, but it's going to be a good episode. Um, also though, we only have one more episode after this one That's left so for season one, which is kind of sad, but it's exciting because that just means we're getting closer to season two. Yeah, we've got some really fun stuff, I think, in the works for that. I think so too. I think it's going to be really, really fun. So you guys stay tuned and we may have a few surprises in between season yes. one and season I'm two. Sure you'll so hear you're from not us getting rid between of between now and then that easily. Exactly. But before we jump in today, we have our question of the day. It is okay. my turn. Bethany, what is your favorite day of the week and why? Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I think I'm supposed to say Sunday because that's when you go to church. <laughs> is that the right answer? You're not doing Sunday school answers. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, I love Thursdays because then I know, ooh, I wake up tomorrow and it's Friday and it's the weekend. So that's a good one, but I think, I don't know, I really love Saturdays in the fall because college football, college football and it's obviously. just like my favorite so I would say if it's fall time Saturday, but Thursday's a favorite just because it's almost the weekend, and so you're really excited about the weekend coming up. That's a good one. What's yours? Mine would be either Thursday or Friday. Thursday for the same reason, but Friday, my work schedule, I work Sunday through Thursday, oh, so that's Friday true. is one of my weekend days, and I love it because most everybody else is still working, so I can kind of <laughs> like... Rub it in their faces. Yes, and just do what I want, and sleep in, and stay home if I want to, or just get out and run errands. It's not super crowded yet. I don't get in any Friday traffic, because I don't have to deal with it. But Thursday nights I love, because I'm like, oh, it is my weekend. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like my Friday night, but it comes early, so yeah. it's kind of a fun it's like, Yeah, Christmas came early every exactly. week. Exactly. <laughs> so. That's funny. That was my... Little question. I just thought that was a fun one. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's bare our souls now. Um, <laughs> I feel like we need some dramatic music or something. I know, really, like some violins playing in the background. Yeah. No, but... Can you get on that? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you can work on that. You're the mixer and oh, that's editor. True. You can find some violin... Never mind. No violins. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, but... The title for this episode is Easier Said Than Done, and the reason we titled it that is because it's very, very easy for us to, like, say all of the things we've said in all these episodes and talk about, you know, what the right thing to do is in this situation or that circumstance or when you're single or when you're dating, but we have to remind ourselves of these things constantly. Oh, yeah. It's really easy for someone to sit here and say, oh, well, if you're struggling with XYZ thing, all you have to do is blank. Yeah, exactly. And so... It's much easier said than done, really, is what it boils down to. It's really easy for us to sit here and say that, but that is by no means an indication that we don't struggle with these things. I mean, in fact, I think most of the episodes from the season are because we were like, ooh, I have a really hard time with this. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Well, I know, like, if you're, there are any writers out there, one of the things people have always told me as I'm writing is write what you know. And that's kind of what the approach we've taken with this podcast is talk about what you know. And these are all, the majority of the things, like you said, are things that we have either dealt with before, we're currently dealing with. But we thought this episode was really important to do. And we don't just want to sit here and tell you all about all of our dating struggles because that's boring and that's not helpful. But we do want to let you know we don't have it all together. And while we may know this stuff, like, 
implementing it is a whole different thing. And like, we need these reminders just as much as you do. I mean, I have, I don't know about you, Bethany, I've gone back and like listened to older episodes and thought, wow, I really needed to hear that again. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I totally have. And it's not because, well, and we've talked about this before. It's not because we're like, oh, we are so smart and look at all this great advice we have. (laughs) Not at all, but it's because the truth is truth. And so the Lord uses that in our lives, even if we're the ones saying it, the truth resonates. Mm-hmm. And so we, we hear that. We're like, oh, I really need to hear that. I need to apply that. I need to do better because it's the Lord bringing those things, that conscience pricking <laughs> into our lives. Yeah. So that's the mentality we want to go into this episode with is we want to be really honest with you guys. We want to be really open and vulnerable and hopefully show you some empathy that if you're going through any of the things that we're talking about, you are not the only one. We're in the trenches with you. Yeah, and 100%. we don't have all the answers. We're figuring this out as we go along just like anybody is. But we did want to give you a little bit of a window into our yeah. know, lives and our thoughts on dating and different things that we're kind of working through um, in hopes that you know we can encourage you guys as we're trying to encourage each other. So with that being said... Put Bethany on the hot spot here. Oh, yay. Bethany, what's what's one of the things that you think, like, oh, this is something I really struggle with, or this is a mindset I kind of have to get around when it comes to dating, singleness, relationships, any of that stuff? I think the biggest one I have, and I'm sure you'd probably agree with this, um, we've talked about before, is I really, really struggle with assuming the best of people. <laughs> I and should not be laughing. I know. <laughs> and that sounds so mean, but... We're being honest here. And so I I have trouble, like, anytime there's someone new on the horizon um, as, you know, someone I'm dating or whatever, I go into it with a very skeptical attitude of just waiting for it to fail, which sounds so depressing <laughs> saying that out loud. But it's kind of this just waiting on the other shoe to drop mentality. And so I, I have struggled with, I do struggle with, I will most likely continue to struggle with. It's not something that's just an easy fix and move on and so I think I need I have to do better about giving people the benefit of the doubt that they're not just one mistake away from you know kicking them to the curb or or them to me like the same thing because even and this is kind of like a second one but the same at the same time I even after I'm dating someone I a lot of times don't let myself get super excited or even too invested too quick um Yes, you do. I have to tell (laughs) Bethany all the time. I know. Like, Bethany, it's okay to be excited about this. Like, this is supposed to be fun. I know. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, because this is my first date pep squad. Yes. (laughs) I love that title. (laughs) I'm going to get you a t-shirt. Yes, please do. Um, Team captain. Uh, Yes. Because then it's it's a defense mechanism. Because then if I'm not too invested, then I won't get hurt if it doesn't work out because I'm already assuming it won't work out. Do you see this vicious cycle I'm in? <laughs> yeah. And, but and I think so, that's normal for a lot of people. I guess. And yeah. especially depending on, I'm not going to speak on behalf of your dating history, but like some people may have had a really crappy dating history. Yeah. And so it may seem like to them that there's this pattern of, oh, well, this is what's happened in the past. Right. So I might as well expect it going forward. Yeah. I'm very much a person of extremes too. And so I hear, and this one kind of ties in with probably one you're going to talk about, all the t- you hear all the time that, oh, well, life's not a romantic comedy. And so I'm like, well, if it's not that, then let me swing to the other side, which is nothing's ever going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> and so, not to be too cheesy, I'm very much looking for the middle. 
on this one because I have not found it and it's a struggle. Yeah. Well, and if any of you listening struggle with the same thing, we actually, we've talked about this in several episodes, but I know in our first date do's and don'ts episode, we talked a lot about this. Because whereas my expectations are normally super high, Bethany talked about how hers were super low. So if this is something that, you know, you kind of have a hard time kind of building yourself up and getting excited about something, if you haven't already, go check out that episode because we talk a lot about getting the right mindset, still being realistic, but also allowing yourself to, you know, it's okay to be enjoy excited. it and be yeah. excited. So yeah, you should go check that out. Okay, so Miss Happily Ever After, why don't you tell us about one of yours? Well, fine. Just set me up really well for that one. Um, one of my biggest ones is I have the tendency to lean on the rom-com mentality. Like, the other night we were watching a Lifetime Christmas movie. Which was so good, which by was the so way. Good. The Let's Christmas just... Contract has One Tree Hill cast members in it and Robert Buckley's in it, which obviously, that's enough of a reason to watch it but um I'm just sitting there the whole time like oh my gosh this is so cute oh my word I want this oh this is so sweet I want a guy who makes a paper flower for me like she literally said all of those all things, things while we were watching in it. that whiny annoying voice the whole time <laughs> but that is kind of where I tend to lead or lean and in a way I kind of set myself up for disappointment in the other way whereas I'm just like, oh, it's going to be perfect. It's going to be great. We're going to have, like, sparks are going to be flying. And not that that's all not possible, but movies are scripted. My life is not. And that is a reminder I have to keep, you know, hammering over my own head. And Bethany has to hammer it over my head. And my other friends have to hammer it over my head. Is It's good to want a great relationship. And it's good to want somebody that, you know, you've got chemistry with and that you're attracted to and that all, you know, has all the stuff, but no one's going to be perfect. No one's ever going to say all the right things and do all the right things and be romantic for a hundred percent of the time. And so I really have to work on being realistic, but still letting myself know like, Hey, it's okay to want those things. It's just, you can't expect everything to be perfect all the time. Yeah. Well, that reminds me of one of my absolute favorite movies. If we're going to go with movies. Yes. Um, and Anne of Avonlea. Okay, if we're talking about that, Marilla, I am Marilla. Oh my gosh, yes, I am practical to its absolute core. But there's a part where Marilla's talking to Anne and she tells her that she set her heart too much on the frivolous things and then she crashes down into despair when she doesn't get them. <laughs> and Anne's like, I know. She's like, I can't help it flying on the wings of anticipation, I think. And she's like, it's as glorious as soaring through a sunset. And then she says, it almost pays for the thud. Mm. But Marilla tells her, well, it may, but I'd rather walk along and do without flying and thud. <laughs> yeah, and that's really kind of a... I it's mean, fun a, to fly, on, soar on the fly. wings of anticipation, but... It's one of those things, like, I'd rather have loved and lost than never to have yes. loved at all. And I think that's one of those things you have to kind of decide... Yeah, Which is worth it, but also there's a healthy medium, like happy medium, yeah. healthy in between. I think we balance each other well in this because so we, we both kind of like, no, no, come back. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. okay. Yes, Bethany. Although, while we were watching the Christmas movie, movie Bethany was swooning pretty hard with me. Oh, I love That's it. That's one of the only times she'll go to that level with me. I do. Because it's a movie and I know it's not real. Yeah, I have to remind myself of that more. I'm like, oh. I just keep saying, oh, oh. All over and over again. Okay, enough about me and my rom-com issues. Bethany, 
why don't you talk about another one of your issues? Let me recuperate from that <laughs> a little bit. Did you thud pretty hard yeah, there? Yeah, thudded. Thudded? Thudded? That's a word, is I that promise. The past tense of thud? Yes, it is. Why don't you talk about how... I'm just going to tell you what your issues okay. are. Why don't you That's talk about... That's a true about, friend right there. Yeah, it is. I love you for it. It's fine. You and I have talked a lot about how we expect guys to read our minds. And sometimes we like set them up for failure in that sense. And I know this is something you've talked about. Yeah. You kind of have to struggle through a little bit. So why don't you talk about that? Yeah, I think it comes down to I have this idea in my head of what a guy leading, quote unquote, looks like. Which is fine. But no one's going to meet that exactly. And at the same time, everyone has a different leadership style. There's things that every guy you date is going to be stronger and weaker in. And so you've got to realize that. Because I think if you expect a guy to lead in this stereotypical way that you have in your head, you're kind of leaving a lot for him to have to read your mind on. And so, you know, when I'm talking to a guy, I'm like, well, I want him to ask these things. Because then to me, that means, oh, he's like taking initiative. And sure, it may. But just because he doesn't ask these exact things that I had in my head doesn't mean that he's not a good leader. It doesn't mean he's not a great guy. It's especially if I don't say, hey, I want to talk about these things. So I think I have to realize, okay, I can bring up things. It's okay. I can't expect him to just read my mind. And I think it kind of ties in with what we were talking about before, too, is that I can sometimes kind of stay closed off to an extent, too, because I'm waiting for him to ask all these questions and say all of these things. And so I'm just going to sit here and wait, which was a little counterintuitive to the point of actually <laughs> I'm like furthering a relationship if you're just waiting for him to do all this stuff that you never told him. Yeah. Um, and it's not, and it's things, I'm not talking about things that are like scripturally mandated. Yeah. That's different. I'm talking about things that in my head makes a guy a good leader. And if he doesn't do the things that I think he should exactly how I think he should, we're kind of getting back to like, like we talked about in had an episode about girls and like their lists. You have to make that distinction between scripturally mandated things that you should be looking for in a guy and things that are just your preferences. Um, and so... So long as he is, and really when you're dating, especially early on, we're talking about, is he leading himself well? Is he pursuing Christ on his own? Because when you just first start dating someone, he's not going to be leading you like a husband will lead a family. Sure, you're going to be looking for initiative, but that's going to look a ton of different ways. And so I constantly have to remind myself that, yeah, he didn't say these exact things, but that's okay. Give him time. Or just tell him you want to talk about those things. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that's that. That's not a bad thing to to bring that kind of stuff up. And I think as I'm thinking about the different things that we've just talked about in the past, you know, five, 10 minutes, that all boils down to expectation. We have to make sure that our expectations, and I'm talking we as girls in general, have to make sure our expectations are in the right place if we don't want to set a guy or a relationship up for failure, at least failure from our standpoint. Yeah. A lot of this can be avoided if your expectations are in the right place. Yeah, and I think expectations, we use that word, and I think sometimes it can also be a thinly veiled cloak for just wanting to control things. Yeah, I kind of have a problem with that. (laughs) You mentioned it last week, I think, right? I did. Yeah. I did. This is coming up a lot in, like, my mentoring sessions. (laughs) Like, it's just a lot. Okay, Uh, okay, I get it. Yes, but it's true, and I kind of have this, and I did this in high school, and a little bit in college and it's never worked out well. So you'd think it'd be one of those things where I would learn from it, but I try to do the pursuing 
Mm. And I want to kind of make it happen with a guy if I'm really interested in him. So I'll be always texting him first and I'll like try to make sure I run into him and I'll, you know, manipulate circumstances and do all this stuff. And I know we've talked about before that it's good to, you know, be around a guy if you're interested in him. Let him know you're there, but you don't have to be just pushing, pushing, pushing for this to happen. And I go to that extreme. And one, because I just like to be in control and want to you know make it happen but also if we're going back to the rom-com mindset if I want all of that to happen then if I can set him up for all of those things like there have been times I am not lying I will like say something to a guy I'm like this is the perfect time for him to respond with this and then he does it and I'm like dude I just I gave you the assist it was a layup that's all you needed to do and you just had to put the ball in the hoop and you failed you airballed yes. like it was just I totally do that uh, exact same thing because you have this like narrative running in your head of what yeah. would be the perfect thing if I thing was in an Nicholas Sparks book this is what he would say or even just well if he says this then I can say this and this is what I really want to say yeah. and then when he doesn't you're frustrated you're because like, he didn't you know, read my mind. Yeah. And so, I mean, I've really been frustrated with guys before and I, I'm like, hold up a second. I'm frustrated with him because he literally just didn't say exactly what I thought he should. And my goodness, that is, it's so selfish, but I, I, I yeah, I am very guilty of having done that as well. Yeah. It's, it's a struggle. Yeah. It's almost like we look at a guy not being able to read our mind or say exactly what we think would be a good thing to say right then as a character flaw. Yeah, and it's not Which at is all. not, no. Well, and too, if you really think about it, and I have, this is one of the things I have to kind of tell myself to talk myself off of this issue is, do I really want a guy to do exactly what I think he's going to do and no. exact, say exactly what he's going to say all the time? Like, predictability is cute in Hallmark movies. Yeah. But, like, you get in real life and I'm like... You don't want a boy version of you. No, I don't. Yeah. That would not be a good idea. I don't think for most people. You don't want to date yourself. No. But, because there have also been times where, like, I wasn't even expecting something, and I just said something to a guy, and he said something super sweet. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's really nice and really cute. And I had no idea. And so we can't, you know, get so bogged down with, I need to be in control. I need to make this happen. Or yeah. I need to, you know, make sure he says this or does this or whatever. Just... Yeah, we try to Relax script it a little bit, yeah. like a movie would be scripted. Yeah, and, and it's just not the case. That's not how life is. No. So the sooner, I'll say the sooner you get over, the sooner we mm-hmm. <laughs> get over that, the better off everyone will be because the poor guys in our life won't have to deal with that anymore. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay, so moving on. Bethany, why don't you... Back to me? Yeah, go back to you. We'll just tag team this and okay. go back and forth. <laughs> Give each one a little time to like... Breathe. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Bring the heart rate back down. Yes. <laughs> um, I think one that I have struggled with, um, and I realize this because I am older, you know, once you hit 30, dating is kind of a different game, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had, I didn't even realize I had been doing this, but I think I had kind of been putting my life, not putting my life on hold, that sounds dramatic, but... There were things I was like, well, I'll just wait. I want, I'm not going to commit to too much or do this, that, or the other because I don't know if I might meet someone. And, you know, when you're just out of college, and you're, like, you feel like that's like the natural progression, but then when it doesn't happen, that's okay. But as you're moving on, if you kind of get stuck in this holding pattern of, well, I got to wait to do whatever it is until I meet someone, you're going to miss a lot. And I think I real, I've realized in the past couple of years that's something I've been really focused on and that I think our episode – 
on just living your life is one of my favorites that we've done. I I really like that one because we just talked about like, don't, don't wait for meeting the right guy or getting married to start your life. Live your life now. The Lord's given you today. He's given you all of this time as a single person because he has a purpose for you in that. Mm -hmm. And so I've just really been focused in the past yeah, year or two in taking those opportunities and doing what I can. Um, I'm coaching basketball. I'm doing different stuff because I can. And it's fun. And I love doing it. It's something that I really enjoy. Yeah. And it takes the focus off of yourself. It invests in other people. And I think that's really important to do. But that's not something I do naturally, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> I, have to fo- I have to be consciously focused yeah. on keeping that. Being intentional. Yeah. Be very intentional with yeah. that. One of my favorite authors is Annie F. Downs, and she came and spoke at um, my church a couple years ago. And she had this analogy where she talked about when she moved into her new house, she was going to go get a new comforter, and she bought, like, the cheap get-me-by comforter because there was this Pottery Barn comforter that she really wanted. She's like, I'll get that when I get married. And time and time and time passed, and she's like, and I finally just went and bought the comforter. Because, she's like, and so the question was, like, what is that for you? Like, yeah. what are you thinking you need to wait to be married to do or to, you know, accomplish or pursue that, that that's not dependent on your yeah. marital status? <laughs> it's my kitchen dishes yeah. for me. I have the biggest hodgepodge of these cheap, messy crazy dishes that I'm like, well, I'm not going to buy nice stuff until I get married and I have yeah. a house and we'll pick it out together. Yeah. But And that can why? translate from anything like that to anything. So, like, I want to travel. I want to go, you know, I want to write a book. I want to do, you know, I want to start a podcast. I want to do all of these do things. Then just do it. Yeah. And it's not a Nike commercial. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Oh, gosh. Okay. You're next. Okay. Yay. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. I debated on putting this on here but again trying to be honest um one thing I think I've really been struggling with recently is um whether I meet a new guy or I'm interested in a guy or something that I will automatically not to him like he has no idea but in my mind I start kind of portraying feelings or hurt or fear that have come from past relationships onto this guy and he has not done anything wrong you just assume he's going to do the same thing again yeah and I think one because like the past you know two or three guys I've dated things ended pretty much for the same reason Mm. and so it's one you know one thing where I'm like okay well what am I you know attracted to that's right where am I going (laughs) wrong where is this pattern developing and how can I try to avoid this again but at the same time I as much as I have the rom-com mentality, there's also this little seed of doubt in the back of my mind. Of like, okay, what if he hurts me just like mm-hmm. this guy or this guy or, you know, whatever. And in this past, I've been single. I've been out of a relationship for a little over a year now. And that's really something I am trying to pray through and work through and grow out of because that's not fair no. to whoever I date next to put that on him because he hasn't done any of those right. things. And I wouldn't want him to do that to me based yeah. on his past relationships yeah. either. But Yeah, you can't expect perfection out of no. him. No. But at the same time, you can't like go into it knowing or expecting him to fail. Yeah. Like, that's just not fair. No, not at all. So that's something I'm kind of, and I really don't have like a, 
Yeah, you're like in the, in the middle of it, or in a, the thick of it now, yeah, or trying a to work through. Yeah, how to work through it. It's just I've, um, I've talked a lot with my mentors about it, yeah. and I've been really. Um, I try to make it a point to like pray for my husband a lot, um, and when I do, I'm like, I'm asking, all right, God, I don't, I, I don't want this. Um, I want the past to be the past, right. and I want those doors closed yeah. permanently so that I can move forward. Yeah. And this is going to be a new guy and a new relationship and new circumstances and new two people in, you know, mm-hmm. the same relationship. Um, well, and it's like we talked about, I think you mentioned last week, your boss, I think, mm-hmm. who said he didn't want to focus on not becoming his dad. He wanted to focus on becoming like Christ. Mm-hmm. And so kind of a spin on that here, I think, is if you, instead of focusing on all the bad things that other guys have done in the past, focus on... Christ, study the attributes of who he is so that you can see that in any future guys. But then at the same time, and this is something that I have to tell myself regularly too, is you're going to find what you look for in a person. Hmm. So if you're looking for the good things, if you're looking for those good qualities in someone, you're going to find them. But if you're solely focused on waiting for them to do the few bad things you're looking for, as soon as they do, it will be a snap decision that this is over because, oh, I was right. You're a jerk and move on. (laughs) When that's not the case. Now, I'm not saying have this pie in the sky, he can do no wrong mentality. Love is blind and Mm -hmm. whatever. No. No. Be realistic about it. But if you're solely waiting for that to happen, he will let you down. He will mess up. And if you're just waiting for that so you can pull the plug, you're going to be in trouble. Look for the good things. Yeah. Too. Yeah. That's that's really good. That's very encouraging. Good. (laughs) Okay, so let's switch gears a little bit. Okay. Um, I feel like the last couple that we each want to address have more to do with us and our view of ourselves or our different... um, feelings about ourselves or what we need to be doing or don't need to be doing as we are looking to date or navigating um being single so let's talk about a few of those things okay well I think this one when we were kind of brainstorming this episode and we made our lists of all the things that were wrong with us (laughs) separately (laughs) um the one we both had or at least the closest resembling is that we and I think a lot of girls struggle with this in some capacity. Um, for me, it manifests itself as, well, I'm single, so there must be something wrong with me or else somebody would want to date me. And so I need to figure out what that thing is and fix it so that then I am qualified to be dating someone. Yeah. And so that's exhausting, one. <laughs> yeah. um, and you don't ever get to that point where you're qualified to date someone, marry someone, no. whatever. Well, because marriage isn't even merit-based. Right. No, no. I mean, nothing is. Nothing about, about... your Christianity Mm-mm. is merit-based. And so I sit here and I say that. Like, <laughs> it's way easier for me to sit here and say, oh, no, that's not, you know, it's not how it works. But at 9 p.m. on a Friday night, when I'm sitting at home by myself, those doubts creep in of, well, I know that's not true but there there must be something um and now we're by no means saying that we're perfect no. we have plenty to work on but what we're saying is god is not a god that sits there and waits for you to hurry up and get your act together so that he can send you a husband um 
maybe the the reason you're single, you know, and this is something that I've been kind of working through in my own head too and just really reading is and there may not be anything wrong with me that I have to fix before I can get married. It may just be that I'm obviously not trusting God fully in that. And so he's giving me time on my own to work on that before there's someone else who will inevitably be a distraction that's thrown into the mix. So kind of shift your thinking towards that. So that's what that looks like for me. Yeah. No, and I think mine's kind of on the same lines where my kind of mindset can sometimes be like, oh, I need to look a certain way if guys are going to like me. Because I look at I look at my married friends and like what do they have in common? And they're all thin and fit and pretty and, you know, it feels like that's the formula that's, that's, that you have to get yeah. to. So I'm like, oh, well, if I'm not all of those things, then then I'm, you know, I've got to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And that's where, and I'm a big proponent, don't get me wrong, of like feeling good about yourself and like looking your best. And, you know, I don't walk around looking like, you know, a hobo all the time. But just sometimes. Just sometimes. <laughs> like right now. <laughs> I'm in sweats and no makeup. But... I have this Barbie mentality in my mind that that's the standard that if I, and not only am I just going to, but if I'm going to find like a good looking guy, mm-hmm. then I've got to be, you know, a 10, a 10 all the time. And, you know, and that's something I'm just putting on myself because yeah. even the guys I've dated have never been like, oh, that's the, the standard yeah. and that's it. And yeah, they're not expecting you to. No, but that's something that I really put on myself, and I think that that's a lie that I start to believe in my head of, oh, well, of course you're not dating anybody. Of course you're not married because you don't look like X, Y, or Z. Well, and if A plus B equals C, and you want C, but you're not A plus B, then in your head it easily becomes, I've got to be these things because it's this turnkey, this is what you have to do to get that, and that's just not true. No, not at all. And then I have to, like, sit and look around and be like, you know what, yeah, my married friends may look like this, but I also, you know, I know a lot of girls that look in my mind like I would want to Mm -hmm. look, and they're single too. Yeah. And they're phenomenal women. Yeah. And it's like, that has no, like, God's plan and purpose and timing for every single person is so different, and... I have to go back to where I believe, like, no good thing does he withhold. If right. it were good for me to be in that season right now, then I would be yeah. in it. And, I'm, and I can't just go back and blame it on, oh, well, it's just because I'm yeah. not a size four. Mm-hmm. Well, and we've talked about before, whether you're, when you're comparing yourself to other people, good or bad, you're only going to end up discontented and frustrated and disappointed because that's not your standard. That shouldn't be what you're comparing anything to. Because um, if you compare all of those people that in your mind are oh, perfect and just what they need to be to Scripture, you're going to see that, oh, they're just as flawed and broken and less than that we are. Apart from Christ, we have nothing. And so you've got to remember to take your focus off of here and now and shift it to eternity and what scripture says about who we are. And that's how you move forward from that. 
You're right. She's just preaching to me. It's fine. It's <laughs> well, fine. I'm preaching to myself, too, because <laughs> that's so... And it's easy to say, oh, well, if I was just skinnier, if I was just prettier, if I was just funnier, if I was smarter, because then it's taking the blame off of you because, oh, well, I can't help those things. So that's all it is. Instead of saying, oh, maybe I'm not trusting the Lord. Maybe I'm not really evaluating my heart and you can avoid that, which Mm -hmm. makes things so much easier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think it's a, a quick cop out. Yeah. And not to say too that, and I think this is what you're saying. I just want to make sure I'm understanding it correctly. Like you maybe having a hard time trusting that God has you in this season, like just because you get to a point where you do trust him, that doesn't mean your husband's going to come either. Mm -mm. So I don't think you meant it. No, 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 I didn't at all. It's just that this is a great time for you to identify, okay, what lies do I believe about myself? Or where am I trying to place the blame, you know, for my singleness or for where I'm at right now? And instead of be like, you know what, God, like I really want to seek you during this time and understand that you are purposeful in everything yeah. you do in my life. And that is something that I can hold on to with confidence and trust and peace and not sit here and just be like, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I don't yeah. look like this and I don't, you know, act like this or talk like this or dress yeah. like this or whatever. I, yeah, the main, I guess don't let comparing yourself to other people be an avoidance mechanism for examining your heart. Yes. Okay. It's like, That's the, the, I kind of, I guess that kind of sums up what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. Kind yeah. of in that it's easy to do that and say, well, it's just because I'm not like her. When really it's the sin problems of your heart that need to be addressed. Mm-hmm. And so I I know I I do that. I feel well, if I was just skinnier mm-hmm. or if I was just prettier or whatever, mm-hmm. when, no, I need to be examining the discontented spirit in my heart and what the root of that is and get that taken care of, not comparing myself to other people. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And we realize that it is hard to not feel jealous or envious of the people around you and whether that's the way they look or who they're dating or married to or what their life looks like. I know that's the last thing on my list for today is that I can really struggle with feeling those feelings of jealousy and envy, um, whether that's people I know and my friends who have what I want, whether that's when I'm in another wedding and I'm, you know, sitting there holding the bride's bouquet for her instead of handing it off like I wish I was (laughs) and, or whether I'm on social media and looking at all these like wonderfully happy, married, dating, engaged people. If I see one more engagement announcement right now, I'm honestly going to throw my phone. And I know, but if it were me, I'd be like, wow. Everybody look at this. I'd be doing the exact same thing all these people are doing, but I really have to. Yeah, you can't take it personally. They're not doing that to make you feel bad. No, not at all. And one of the things I will say it was really helpful for me, I felt very convicted about this and then, um, Back in last year, uh, almost two years ago, um, when I was in the wedding season of the th- all the friends getting, you know, married and whatever, and I was running on the treadmill, and I'm like, instead of feeling envious, like, what if you prayed for them? Like, what if you prayed for their marriages mm-hmm. and their husbands and their, you know, all this stuff, and that's something I started doing, and it's amazing how your heart will change around something when you're praying for these people, and it's, and this don't interpret this wrong, but like, when... 
the Bible talks about praying for your enemies. These people are not my enemy at all, okay? But the point is, like, your heart is going to change right. towards those people. My, I love my friends to death, and I was very excited for them and, you know, was very happy for them and cheering them on during these seasons. But whenever I got into that place of feeling really insecure or jealous, I would be like, you know what, okay, I'm just going to start. And I would start praying that they would, you know, have great God-honoring marriages and that they would enjoy this season of being newlyweds or being engaged and that the wedding planning was going smoothly and that, you know, they would just have wonderful futures together. And it was so cool to see how the envy and the jealousy kind of started to disappear and more joy and excitement for my friends started to develop. It's amazing how much you can put off when you put on thankfulness Mm -hmm. and gratitude for yourself and for others. And yes, that is something I remind myself. I'll remind you. Yeah. Be thankful. We talk about that a lot. I think, you know, be grateful, focus on what you've got not what you don't, and that changes a lot, I think. It does, for sure. So I would highly encourage any of you, if you're dealing with any of that, just try it. Yeah. You know, if you made that commitment for a week, you know, like, I'm going to set aside some time every day to pray for my friends who are in relationships, who are, you know, engaged, who are married, and pray for them and for their significant others. Because I was praying for my friends' husbands, too, and... I think it's a really cool thing to be able to yeah. do. I think that, yeah, I think that's really cool. Okay, Bethany, tie us up as you, or wrap us up as you always do. They always do. I uh, was the one that uh, brought this one up. <laughs> oh, man. Well, why don't you just let everyone so, know then? So, Bethany, um, in all the years I've known her, and don't get me wrong, I've done the exact same thing, so I'm not going to say that she's the only one that does this. And I, If I was a betting woman, I would say it. Several of you listening have probably done this at least once in your lifetime. But Bethany can sometimes kind of, I mean, she's a flirt. I'm a flirt. We're self-proclaimed. But she may, like, use her flirting a little bit to kind of get attention of another person. It's a terrible habit. (laughs) I shouldn't even say it's a habit. I think I've gotten a lot This has been a further past thing. I don't really do this, but yes. No. You've gotten a lot better in I the have, years that I have known you. I have been guilty <laughs> of doing this. Uh, I'm working on it. Literally all our notes say is Bethany is a horrible yep, flirt. Like that's, 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 all, there's no sub points. Nope. No. <laughs> that's all you need to know. Oh I'm working gosh. on it. Flirting is fine. Hear us. I'm not saying don't flirt with people. I'm saying only flirt with people that you are genuinely interested in. And don't ever flirt with someone to make a different person jealous. That's all I'm saying. I've done both of them. And it's not good, and you shouldn't do it either. The end. <laughs> and there you go. Don't you feel encouraged now after we've just told you every little thing that's yeah, for real. wrong with Seriously, though, guys, we are we're laughing now because that was a funny one to end on, kind of lighten the mood a little bit. Yeah. But we hope that as you've heard all of this, one, maybe you've heard something that you also struggle with and maybe feel encouraged that hey here's some ways to navigate this yeah we do not have all the answers as we say in the beginning we are just two single girls trying to figure out how to date well we as christians not we've not figured yet. it out we don't have all the answers we don't have a formula we're not married so yeah. clearly we haven't gotten that far no. i but think we're both fairly recently removed yeah. from relationships yeah. enough to where like 
Well, I've like never dated anyone. No, like we no. can both, you know, We've we get it. Our share of experiences. Yeah. And we want to talk about those experiences and the struggles that come along with them. And that was the whole point of us having this conversation yeah. today. So we hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Like I said at the beginning, we only have one more for season one, and we're going to be talking about how to navigate the holidays being single. Yay! This is one I really wanted to talk about. One, because I wanted to try to figure out how to do it, and two... You know, we waited until kind of the last minute to get this figured out. <laughs> yes, with between Thanksgiving and Christmas, we've been through one major holiday, we're about to go into another one, and we understand the struggles and the conversations and all the things that come with being single at the holidays so we're going to talk all about that next week so be sure to tune in for that and yeah. as we've been asking feel free to go leave a rating and a review yes, that on awesome. itunes a few of you have and we are so grateful so keep that up guys it's great for itunes to know to suggest this podcast yes. to other people um so go do that when you get a chance after yeah. you listen to this episode <laughs> um so yeah next week is our season finale of season one and then we're going to try to do some more of our Couchcast mini episodes that are just basically the two of us sitting on a couch talking to you about maybe it's answering a question or just talking about a quick topic that doesn't need a whole episode. So we're going to do, we'll have several of those between the end of the season and the beginning of next season. So if you've got a question, if you've got something you really want us to talk about um, or just a situation that you're like, how should I handle this? And you're good with us, you know, going over it on the air we would love to hear from you so send us an email um it's on our website it's on instagram you can find us <laughs> yes or you can send us a direct message on instagram we'll oh yeah that's true too. we check that too so yeah let us know and we will definitely uh get some of those in there we love talking about things that you want to hear about so yeah give us a shout out and we'll go from there yeah so until then i'm Kristen, and i'm bethany and this is looking for the middle mm-hmm.